You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while cultivating a life of freedom and purpose along the way. I'm your host, Nia Lewis. Let's jump right on in. Welcome to this week's episode. As always, thank you for listening each week. I'm so grateful for every listen, every subscribe, and every single review. So again, thank you for listening. And if you are new here, my name is Nia Lewis. I'm a business coach, content creator, and educator at my core. I actually help entrepreneurs achieve clarity and focus necessary to be successful in business. So I am so excited to have you here. And by joining my community for entrepreneurs, it is my goal to connect you with resources that will help you be more successful at what you do in business. So here on my podcast, I pretty much focus on the whole person. I provide practical business advice, but I also share self-improvement content. So I I post a lot of content that will help you become a better you, becoming the best version of yourself for your business. So if you like what you hear, subscribe and share the With Purpose podcast with a friend if you are new here. All right. So this week, our conversation will be about how to set goals that are strategic. Quite often, I talk to entrepreneurs who get stuck in the visionary stages of entrepreneurship. We can all relate to dreaming about what we want to accomplish, but what sets dreamers apart from doers is being able to actually take action based on whatever you're dreaming about. So dreamers have great ideas, but really seem to lack the direction to get their ideas off the ground. So if you are feeling like you just have great ideas, but you can't really figure out what to do about it, I want to give you some tips to break free from that. So I've definitely been here um, and and really breaking free of dreaming about what you want to do is not something that happens overnight. I really struggled with this for years and years, and it's something that I still work to overcome. But uh, the difference between who I was when I started my business six years ago and the person I am now is that even though I am a dreamer at heart, I love coming up with great ideas and I'm always coming up with something new. The difference between who I was six years ago when I first started my business and the person I am now is that I have the tools and the knowledge to kick myself into gear and say, okay, enough is enough. I'm sick of talking about it. It's time to stop talking about it and just do it. It's time to do something about all of these ideas I'm thinking about. So I want you to realize that entrepreneurship isn't about getting to a romanticized destination where everything is all figured out. I still am figuring out things every single day. There are always obstacles to overcome. I used to think six years ago when I first started that if I could just get to this destination, everything will be okay. I'll get all the money that I need. I'll have all the clients that I want. I'll sell all the products I want, etc. I will have it all figured out and I won't have anything to worry about if I could just get to where I want to be. But soon enough, I found that that place where I wanted to be didn't exist because even high level CEOs of Fortune 500 companies deal with obstacles every day and they are constantly learning and growing. So anyways, I say that to say that 
that a huge part of committing to being a doer is also committing to learning and growing and becoming the best version of yourself and realizing that that won't be a romanticized destination where there is some sort of finish line there. That is a journey and a process that will be never ending. So if you want to commit to becoming a doer and become intentional about where you are and what you want to accomplish, I think the following resources and tools will really help you get there. So if you're feeling stuck in the dreaming stages of your business idea and you want to add tools to your toolbox that will help you in this moment today, break free from the dreaming stage and cultivate the success you know you're capable of, keep listening. Number one, if you have a goal, dream, or idea that you can't seem to get moving on, it's probably not specific enough. How can you take action if you really don't even know what to do, where to go, or or what direction to go in? Your goal needs to be well-defined and it needs to be clear. Now, I find that entrepreneurs, I through coaching, I'll, I'll talk to entrepreneurs who need help with their businesses, and I ask them what their current goals are and what they want to accomplish and, and maybe some reasons why they think they're just not able to get there. I typically, when I ask that, that question, I typically get really general goals. I need to increase sales. I need to make my marketing more effective. I need to do um, more social media content. I get these really general goals that make me immediately realize that the reason why this entrepreneur is not able to take action or figure out what to do next, the reason why is because the goal is too general. It's not specific enough. It is not clear and it doesn't give any direction in terms of what to do next. So with that being said, I highly recommend creating more specific goals. Here's an example. So a general goal that I oftentimes hear from entrepreneurs is I need to increase sales. I'm working towards increasing sales. My goal is to increase sales. Okay, that's great. But what does that really mean for you? How are you going to do it? And when you do it, what is the result that you hope to see? So a more specific goal that accomplishes that same ambition to increase sales could be as follows. I need to increase the quality of the social media content I share so I can attract target customers who may be interested in purchasing my products. So by creating that specific goal, I now have a direction to go in in terms of making that goal happen. I've determined what I want what I want to actually do to bring about action to increase sales. I've also made clear here what I want the result of increasing sales to be. I want to attract target customers who may be interested in purchasing my products. So again, by crafting a more specific goal here, I can look at this goal and and have a direction to go in in terms of what I want to do to accomplish this goal. So after you get specific about what you want to accomplish, you need to figure out the criteria you will use to measure your progress towards the accomplishment of that goal. I find that dreamers oftentimes get frustrated and throw in the towel when nothing seems to be going right. I talk to entrepreneurs all the time who say, I've been going at this for, for a month and I haven't gotten one sale. And I say, well, well, tell me a little bit about your numbers. 
How many people have engaged with your social media content this month? How many people, how much traffic have you gotten to your website? Um, how many abandoned carts have you had on your website, etc.? So I find that when entrepreneurs don't have the answer to any of those questions, they haven't been sending out email blasts and measuring the success or failure of those email blasts. They haven't been measuring their open rates, etc. They have no way to determine what's going right in everything that's going wrong. Many times, even when things are going wrong and it feels like everything is going wrong, we can just make a few simple tweaks to increase the likelihood that we can get sales, that we can attract clients, that we can close deals and secure paying customers. So as opposed to looking at this big picture and seeing that, okay, I need money and I'm not getting that. (laughs) Instead, we can take a look at what we can measure about the actions that we have been taking and figure out what we can do more of in terms of what's going right. So um, it's really easy to get frustrated when we are not measuring our results. We don't know our numbers. We don't know whether or not anybody has opened our emails. We don't know that there are actually 15 people that opened our emails and clicked our link. And now it's time to figure out why they didn't actually make that purchase if they looked at the product and abandoned their cart. So I hope you see here how measuring the results of what we want to do can yield positive benefits. So dreamers measure their progress so they can see exactly where there is room for improvement, and then they take action to get back on track. This is really a conversation of being calculated and strategic. So in building on the goal that I gave you guys a few seconds ago in the example, this is how I would make that goal measurable. So back to that example, uh, I need to increase the quality of social media content I share so I can attract target customers who may be interested in purchasing my products. So how I would make that goal measurable is as follows. Every week, I aim to increase engagement by 10%, driving 15 new leads to my website each day. So I have determined what I'm going to use to measure my progress towards achieving that goal. My, My criteria for measurement is engagement. How many people are commenting on my social media posts? How many likes and shares am I getting on my social media posts? And based on that engagement, how many new leads am I driving to my website per day? How many people are clicking around on my product? How many people are adding things to their cart and leaving my website or actually making purchases? How many people have actually subscribed to my email list and clicked around on my website based on the content I shared on social media, that engagement that I increased on social media in an effort to increase my sales. So I say all that to say that by making your goals measurable, you can actually see what's going well, what's not going well, and where there is room for improvement. All right, so number three, your goal needs to be achievable and attainable. Sometimes we create goals for ourselves without even having the resources in place to succeed. And in this way, we set ourselves up for failure before we even begin. Why create a goal of 
posting more Facebook ads if you don't have a marketing budget for Facebook ads that makes sense for the goal you have. If you say, I am looking to increase my sales by 70% this month using Facebook ads and you don't have a budget of at least $350 a month for Facebook ads, then really you're setting yourself up for failure because you don't have the budget to achieve that goal using the strategy that you've set out to use. So uh, it's important to ask yourself the following questions when you're determining whether or not your goal is achievable and attainable. So think to ask yourself this, do I have the resources and capabilities to achieve this goal? If not, what am I missing and how can I get these resources? Is there someone I can talk to, a mentor, somebody that can help me find these resources? Can I ask family? Can I ask friends? What can I do to get there if I don't have what I have? You can also ask yourself this, have others done it successfully before using the strategies I plan to use? If so, what exactly did they do? So in determining whether or not your goal is achievable, consider, has anybody else even done this? And and if they did, how can I talk to them to figure out what they did? So building on the goal above, this is how I would determine whether or not this goal is achievable and really the thought process I would use to figure out how I needed to actually accomplish that goal. To achieve this goal, I need to implement a social media scheduling tool to make sure content is going out at optimal times every day. So I have determined here that I need some sort of social media scheduling tool to make sure I am sending content out consistently at the best times to post. So again, my goal here was to increase my social media engagement so that I can attract the customers I want. But I know to increase that engagement, I have to post consistently and I have to post at optimal times. I also need to conduct audience analysis research to figure out what's trending in my industry that my audience would engage with. So while it's not only important to post consistently and at optimal times, it's also important to distribute content to my audience that is of value. We can't just blast out content that doesn't matter that no one cares about. We have to send out content that our audience thinks is something of value to them that they can take away and get something out of. So uh, it's, it's important to do audience analysis research here to accomplish that goal of increasing engagement so you could know what is appealing to who you're trying to reach. Continuing with this example... I have determined that I have access to a scheduling tool and research tools on the internet. I have determined that I need to find a mentor who has experience increasing sales using social media marketing. So I've made it very clear that in terms of that scheduling tool, I have access to that resource. I'm not going to plan to increase social media engagement using a tool that I don't have access to or can't afford. So I've made it very clear here that this goal is achievable for me. I've also made it clear that I have the knowledge and research to do that audience analysis research using the internet to learn about what is trendy in my industry so I can share content that is of value to who I'm trying to reach. 
Now, I've also determined that I need to find a mentor. I've made it clear that there's something here that I don't have, a piece in terms of achieving this goal that I don't currently have access to. And so I've also made it clear here that I need to find someone to talk to that has experience increasing sales using social media that can help me put my best foot forward in trying to achieve this goal of increasing social media engagement to increase sales. So again, I've determined that this goal is achievable, but I've also determined that there are a few things that I need in order to achieve this goal. And so by determining, by asking myself these questions, determining what I have and what I need will help me put my best foot forward in trying to accomplish this goal. Moving on to tip number four, your goals need to be realistic and that they can be realistically achieved given the resources that you have available to you at this time. So you've determined whether or not your goal is achievable. You've determined what resources you need to achieve that goal. So now it's time to think about whether or not that goal is realistic given the time frame you have to accomplish and those resources that you have available to you. So if you want to take your business from zero to six figures in the next three months and you just started yesterday, that may not necessarily be realistic. And if you've never ever been intentional about using social media for marketing and you don't have much much experience using social media for marketing, it may be unrealistic to believe that you will go viral and attract all the customers you've ever dreamed of in just one month of posting consistently. So many times creating unrealistic goals leads to discouragement. When we create big lofty goals that we from the beginning never really had a chance of achieving when it doesn't go right and when we don't accomplish that goal we automatically get discouraged and close up shop we're ready ready to quit our business just because we have romanticized and and created this unrealistic idea about what we could do. So to determine whether or not your goal is realistic, I challenge you to ask yourself the following questions. Is this goal reachable given the time and resources I have access to? Am I committed to achieving this goal? Now the goal can be realistic and attainable. It can be achievable it, you have you could have made it measurable and really specific, but if you are not committed to bringing that goal to life, to taking action for this goal, then you will never accomplish that goal. So it's at this point that I really want you to consider whether or not the goal you have in mind for your business is something that is actually something that you're willing to commit to. Okay, so number five, my last tip for today, your goal should be time bound. I would recommend giving yourself some sort of start date and a projected date of completion for this goal. If your goal is not time constrained, there will really be no sense of urgency and motivation to achieve that goal. So I'd like you to ask yourself the following questions. Is this goal something that can have a deadline? And by when do I want to slash need to achieve this goal? Now, it's helpful to create a timeline of milestones to keep you on track, especially if you've determined that your goal is something long term that you want to work towards uh, 
work towards over several months or even years. So you can say, okay, for the next two weeks, I would like to increase my sales by 2%. I just want to attract three new clients or, or customers to my website within the next two weeks. And I just want to make three sales within the next two weeks. By the end of my first month, it is my goal to have made five sales and increased my overall profits by 10%. You know, whatever that looks like for you, however, you can create weekly or monthly milestones, uh, creating time bound goals will help you become more of a doer and help you push past this dreamer stage. When we create urgency for ourselves in terms of what we seek to accomplish, we are more motivated to get out and do something about what we want. If you haven't noticed yet, these techniques I've given you to apply to your goal setting in business when formed together, spell out the acronym SMART. Our goal should be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So it is time to get smart about how you pursue your ambitions. I hope these tips help you become more intentional, as always, about your business goals. And I want to leave you with a quote today by best-selling author Sarah, I don't want to butcher her last name, I believe it is pronounced Brannick, Sarah Brannick. I want to give you a quote that she wrote in in one of her books that really speaks to this conversation about being a dreamer or being a doer or being a little bit of both. The world needs dreamers and the world needs doers, but above all, the world needs dreamers who do. So relevant to this conversation. I hope this quote speaks to you. If you're listening and want to connect with other bosses, join my Facebook group called Hustle With Purpose and visit my website, neawithpurpose.com to learn about how you can sign up for one-on-one business coaching with me. The link to my website is also in the notes for this podcast, wherever you are listening from. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to the With Purpose podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you can get a notification when every new episode is released. I hope you have a great week and continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time.